0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We're surely appreciated here on 100 Yards of Football. Special thanks to our producer who's making it happen today. I'm very tired of Mr. Logan Landers Today, Our 2024 NFL draft prospect join us live here in the studios of 100 Yards of Football. He's a gentleman who I consider is going to be one of the most underrated quarterback prospects to enter the draft. He comes out of northern Illinois, Mr. Rocky Lombardi. I'm your host, Vincent Turner, and helping me to ask this young man about his great career at two schools, Michigan State and the northern Illinois, is my man, the very talented Mr. William Yanis one of the top writers covering the NFL draft of FirstRoundMark.com. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. we got a live, talented quarterback today here on 100 Yards of Football. Mr. Yanis, take it away as we bring up Mr. Rocky Lombardi of Northern Illinois. All
1: right. You know, before we get the question started, you know, I'd just like to say that, this kid is everything you look for in a quarterback, you know. I uh I dig up diamonds and <laughs> you know, between footwork, between IQ, between work ethic, everything, man. This kid's got it all. And his film, his film speaks for that. I mean, might as well call him Captain Comeback with some of the <laughs> some of what he's done the last couple of years, you know. Um and I I just want to say I I appreciate really having them here. And I guess we can start with questions now. I was going to ask, uh, you know, what system did you play in in college? And if you had your choice of team, system, or coach, who would you want to play for in the NFL?
2: Yeah, um, I was mostly pro style. Uh, My whole career, Michigan State was very pro style. Um, And Northern Illinois was, was mostly the same. Uh, so it's mostly the system that I'm comfortable with. Uh, I, I would I love playing in different systems, learning different systems. Uh, that's a lot of fun for me. You know, I love the X's and O's uh, of the game. Um, in terms of who I would who I would like to play for, I, I guess I don't necessarily have a have a team in mind. You know, I'm open to all 32. Um, you know, I just love. Uh, you know, somebody who, who came to mind right away uh, was the Lions. You know, coach. Coach seems like he has got a lot of energy, right, a lot of passion. He's a tough guy. Uh, I just think that some of the morals that he has I I share with him. So, you know, somebody like that or even like a Mike McDaniel from Miami, right, like different aspect of my personality, but somebody who loves the game, you know, loves to to push the envelope of of what works in football and, and, you know, what you can experiment with. So I, I think both of those guys, even though they're on completely different spectrums, have uh similarities to my personality.
1: I could definitely see that, you know. Mike McDaniels, another you know, Colorado boy like me, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I I, I definitely like that guy. Um, you know, uh uh what team and players did you watch growing up?
2: Yeah, um I think, you know, the big one for anybody close to my age is Brady, right? You know, you all we all grew up watching Brady. Um My favorite player growing up, though, was Ray Lewis. Loved watching Ray Lewis play. Um, Not a quarterback, obviously, but just somebody who came out with, you know, unmatched energy and toughness, physicality. Like, he's just somebody who I like to try to emulate throughout my game in in a different way, obviously, but um, somebody who's really been inspirational for me. You know, quarterback-wise, you you get into the Rodgers and, Peyton Mannings and, you know, all those guys. Um, They're really fantastic quarterbacks. And then uh, recently, Josh Allen has been somebody who I've watched, somebody who I think that I have similar uh, characteristics to and uh, sort of a similar type of play style. Uh, Just somebody who I think that I could watch and learn from.
1: Cool, cool. So uh, with your pro day on March 7th, and, uh, helping out your buddy at, uh, Michigan state on the, on March 13th, do you have any other formal events planned or what else do you plan to do before the draft?
2: Yeah, I don't have, those are my two formal events that I have planned so far. Um, from what I understand, this process is pretty unpredictable in terms of what you can get into, uh, you know, with local days and private workouts and all that. So, uh, I'm keeping an, an open schedule and an open mind uh, as to where I'm going to end up uh, after I do my pro days, but I'll mostly be uh, in Jersey training with my quarterback coach that I've been working with for a couple of years, Tony Rassiopi uh, who's been awesome for me has really helped out my game uh, in terms of my, my accuracy and my footwork. Uh, you can see the, how, how clean I've become over the last couple of years compared to earlier in, in my career. So definitely just be working with him and, waiting for a call and waiting for somewhere to go.
1: All right. That kind of leads to my next question. Um, if you could say one thing to an NFL GM, what would it be?
2: Um, I would just sell myself as, you know, I, I think that my physical characteristics are, are sort of, you know, obvious and speak for themselves, speak for themselves. So I don't, I don't like to, talk too much, you know, about the size or the arm talent or the athletic ability. But I think that something that separates me is my, is my mind in terms of uh, not only the X's and O's of football, but also like the responsibilities you have, like as a starter, being a leader in the room or as a backup, being able to help break down the film, you know, help on the sidelines, right? Like those backup quarterbacks have critical roles too, in terms of the success of your organization. Um, So I'm just somebody who really wants my team, my organization to succeed. uh, And, you know, whatever capacity that may be for me, uh, I'm more than willing to do that.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, Lastly, um, what would an opportunity in the NFL mean to you? Uh,
2: It would mean everything. Uh, It's been my whole life's work, essentially. You know, I've been... Seems like I've been training for this ever since I was, you know, 12 years old, 10 years old before. Uh, My dad was a coach for a long time. So I've been on the sidelines of high school games and I've been working out with high school teams since I was 11, 11 years old, you know, doing seven on seven with them, doing the summer conditioning workouts. Um, You know, it's been my whole life. I I haven't uh, quite had the same like a normal childhood that other people would have you know a lot of it for me was working out and playing sports and I played four sports growing up uh five really and you know I'm always on the move doing something trying to train my body and and you know keep my competitive edge
1: all right I'll turn it over to uh these guys now to ask you a couple questions
0: Okay, Mr. Logan Landis, I'd like to ask you a question today here on 100 Yards Football, Mr. Lombardi. Mr. Landis, you got my man, Mr. Rocky Lombardi.
3: Yes, sir. And and as Mr. Yanis said, Mr. Lombardi, we appreciate you coming on the program. It's an absolute honor, sir, speaking with you. And uh, I saw a tweet that you put out a little bit over a little less than a year ago at this point. You said, Today is my first day of 19th grade. Uh, (laughs) Just put that in perspective, I've been in the education system longer than some of my teammates have. Happy Monday. Uh, so just, just talk about, man, your journey through college. Obviously we mentioned, uh, Michigan state and then moving on over to Northern Illinois, just that whole process, uh, of just all the ball that you've played out there in college.
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. It's, it's been really fun. Uh, I enjoy talking to you guys. And, um, so this is a cool experience for me as well, but yeah, my journey has been, it's been crazy. You know, I spent four years at MSU, um, and then three at Northern, so I was a, a seventh-year seventh uh, year player. And I, I love my first four years at MSU. Um, I had a, my first start ever. was a big win against uh, Purdue. It was the week after. I don't know if you remember that they had just beaten, I believe it was number one, Ohio State. Rondell Moore went crazy. And they came to our place the next week, and we won. And, you know, the stadium's chanting my name. And it was just a surreal experience for for me as a redshirt freshman, you know, a 19 year old kid. So, you know, that was crazy. And then, you know, I, my time, uh, at Michigan state eventually ended and, and, uh, went, went to Northern and, and had a great first year. Um, our COVID season, they were, they were 0 and 6 the year before I got there. And then we came in and we ended up winning the conference in, in 2021, which was a great turnaround for our program. It meant a lot to our players. Um, and it was a really cool experience to see the maturity of that team and, and how their attitude changed throughout the course of that season. Uh, and then in, in 2022, I had an injury, uh, was unable to play the majority of the season. Uh, and then was, was thankful, got, got rehabbed and, and was able to come back for 2023. And yeah, by that time, you know, I was, I'm, I'm 25 years old right now and it's, uh, it's it's different, you know, it's different being in a room of 19, 18, 20-year-olds 20 at 20, 25 years old. Um, but it was a lot of fun. You know, I think I, I learned a lot about myself uh, through that process and, and how to be a leader and how to relate to people that are much different from you, right? I mean, especially like 18-year-olds nowadays, you know, I grew up with technology, but they really grew up with technology, yes, right? Yes, sir. So it's either, the difference between a 25 and an 18-year-old today is it can be crazy depending on how you grew up. So I kind of learned how to, uh, how to relate to some of those kids and, and still be a leader on the team, even though maybe we didn't grow up the same way or or have the same values.
3: I'd say you're not kidding. I'm 26 right now. So I know exactly what you're saying, Uh, you know, (laughs) which is how much has shifted in just those few years. Uh, And my, my last question here, and this might be the toughest question you might get asked during the draft process. So I see you've got the short hair right now, but are we going to see the mullet in the NFL, or was that just your college years? Yeah,
2: um, we're going to – I haven't made a decision uh, on that exactly yet. So the mullet the mullet started – so a little hair history lesson for you.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> I, so throughout my years, I think this started about midway through high school, um, I would get about two haircuts a year. I would cut it right after the season ended, right after the football season ended, then I would cut it in spring – like around spring break – and then I would just let it grow. So I grew the long hair and kind of like the, the long blonde locks coming out of the helmet became like sort of a trademark look for me, I guess you could say. Um, so I wore that through high school, through MSU. And then when I got to Northern and you know, I was like, man, I just can't deal with this long hair anymore. You know, it's too much, but I wanted the hair out of the back. And I'm like, well, the mullet seems like the perfect solution. So we went with the mullet, me and my, me and my roommate actually went with the mullet in 2021 uh, and then, uh, I've just, I've kept it ever since. So I would say a high possibility that the mullet stays, but I, well, you never know. I do like the short hair. It's a lot easier to dry your hair off after the shower. There's just a lot less maintenance. So <laughs> <laughs> we're
3: going to see, we're going to see. All right. Well, sounds good. Mr. Turner, I'll kick it over to you so you can ask Mr.
0: Lombardi some questions. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Rocky, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, Nothing much. I'm excited to be here.
0: Okay, man. Um, Talk about your father for a minute because obviously you got outstanding bloodlines. Doing yeah. research, I didn't know your father was a big time running back at all Arizona State back in the 80s because me and him about the same age. I'm 63 years old and I found out your dad was on that Arizona State teams back in the day. They had Jim Jeffcoat, Rob Brown, Olympic sprinter. My man, Gerald Riggs. I'm from the state of Tennessee. Mr. Riggs is from Chattanooga. I'm from Memphis. Okay. Um, Mike Richardson, who started at corner for the Chicago Bears. Explain to us and our audience what it is to have a father already that's played the game at a high level out on great players. How did they help you in your career? Because you yeah. get all that knowledge. Yeah, it helped a lot.
2: Um, You know, not only my dad, but my grandpa was a longtime coach. His dad was a longtime coach, uh, high school coach mostly. He's in the Illinois State High School Coaching Hall of Fame. Um, So he's passed a lot of his knowledge down to my dad. And my dad's obviously done done the same, you know. And, And like you said, playing at that level, you know, from the time that I can remember, basically, he was telling me all the things that you know, I needed to do and that I couldn't do if, if I wanted to, you know, accomplish my dreams of, of playing in the National Football League one, one day. So there was definitely um, a lot of lessons throughout the years of, uh, you know, what, what are the steps I need to take? How hard do I need to work? You know, you used to always say every, everything's evaluated. You're always being evaluated, right? No matter what you're doing, whether you're walking to the grocery store or, or lifting in the weight room or on the field, Everything's always being evaluated. So I think that's something that I've definitely taken to heart and, and taken with me through my college years. And I think that's something that uh, helps me be intrinsically motivated uh, to, to work hard and to accomplish my
0: goals. Then we look at it that you went to two schools, Michigan State and Northern Illinois. So I'm going to bring up a point before we get to that. Man, tell the audience out there, you was an all-state wrestler. How does a quarterback but your athletic business become an all state wrestler and how has it helped you in what you, you plan in the position?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. My wrestling career dates back to what I was probably six or seven years old when I started wrestling, maybe even earlier than that. Honestly, <laughs> yes. so Wrestling's always been a part of my life. Um, I was a runner up in the state of Iowa my senior year. Uh, I got the school record for pins in a career, uh, It was a, it was a fun time. I miss wrestling. Sometimes it's, it's a different sport than most. I think, uh, it's definitely helped me in a lot of aspects in terms of football. Uh, you know, the mental toughness of being a wrestler is it's unlike any other sport. Um, not only is the physical training intense and, uh, it's like I said, not comparable to really any other sport, but having to deal with that, uh, that one-on-one pressure of, you know, it's, it's you versus another guy, right? So if you lose, it's on you. Mm
3: -hmm. And I think
2: there's a little bit of that, uh, when it comes to playing quarterback, right? You know, they, they always say that if you lose, you're going to take all the blame. If you win, you're going to get all the glory you know, that's just part of the, that's just part of the job. So I think being a wrestler has, has helped me deal with some of that, you know, understanding how to win, how to lose, um, you know, and how to be tough through, Throw all the good and throw all the bad, right? How to try to stay as, as even keel and, and be the same person.
0: Let's talk about your journey at two. I want to say two good quality schools coming out of the Midwest. You go to Michigan state, man. And I really admire you because you stepped on campus to, like I say, football tradition. You think about Michigan state, you got to think about the big man out of Beaumont, Texas, Mr. Bubba Smith. Then you got to think about Kirk Cousins. Then you got to think about that man out of play with Detroit Tigers, Kirk Gibson, then Earl Morrill, Andre, Andre moon rising. (laughs) Jimmy Ray, 66 baby George Webster. And you stepped on campus and was starting as a red shirt freshman. Then you go over to Northern Illinois after you had all that great success at Michigan state. A lot of people don't know this about Northern Illinois. Don't make no mistake. They got some NFL pedigree too. Michael Turner, the burner. Jimmy Ward right now, who's starting with the Houston Texans. My man, Sam Hurd, who played for my Dallas Cowboys and LeSean Johnson. So tell us, man, you played at all these schools and got all these players in the NFL. What was your mindset when you stepped on Michigan State and then when you uh, reverse gears and stepped on the on the Northern and the North campus?
2: Yeah, um, you know, when I stepped on campus and at- at MSU, it feels like, it feels like a long time ago, but I didn't know anything, you know, really, that's every freshman that walks in, you know, whether you think you know, or, or you don't, you you don't know anything. Right. So I was just, uh, I'm walking in, I'm trying to absorb every piece of information that I can, um, trying to gain knowledge from, from everybody in the, in the building. You know, I remember I would, I would study, film on Sundays, my, my true freshman year with our, our GA Ethan, shout out to Ethan McGuire. We would watch hours and hours of tape and, and break down coverages and, and, you know, do just, it was just never ending work. Right. And like you said, there's a, there's a history of, of elite players at MSU. And uh, there was a tradition. There is a tradition of success there. They had a really great run uh, with coach D'Antonio. So, just trying to live up to those expectations uh you know and, and be the best player i can and, and represent the school in the best way possible you know that was my mindset at msu and then coming to to northern you know same thing you definitely have some nfl talent you know for me there though it was more about uh, you know turning around a program and and getting back to the the tradition of success that northerns had uh you know northern has i think five five or six Mac titles in the last like 10 to 12 years. So that's, you know, that's crazy successful. You compare it to other other teams and other conferences. Uh, and, you know, they had a couple down years and then, you know, we came back in and, and we, we brought them back to the top. So it was really about getting that program back to the top um, and, and, you know, continuing the success that they've had in, in previous years.
0: This gonna be my final question for you today. Um... I'm going to talk about your skill set, man, and looking at your film and watching your film and just looking over the last two weeks, I'm going to tell you what I like about your game most of all, your toughness, as you just mentioned, in the pocket. And then, like you said, your outstanding football IQ seems like you know when you come to last screens, you know where to go with the ball. And it seem to me, as a quarterback, you know to play at a high level, you got to have the Mike Singletary eyes, good field vision, and you look like you got all oh, them, my brother. And then most of all, I'm going to leave you with this. I'm 63 years old, so again, I don't, have to, I don't mean to bring my age, but I bring the old school players back in. And I want you, after we finish this interview today, you remind me of these two players that played quarterback in the 70s. Brian Sipe, that played with the Cleveland Browns. His nickname was the Big Surprise. And then Mr. Kent Anderson, that played with the Cincinnati Bengals. He was precision as a robot. That's when I look at your career and I look at you going into the NFL. That's what I see in you. You're going to be the big surprise of the 2024 NFL draft, and you're going to be Ken Anderson, precision as a robot. Final, word, final words, Mr. Yanish. You got your final question for Mr. Lombardi today.
1: Not sure about a final question, but, you know, I've, I've got my, my initial evaluation equations out on uh, first-round mock with him right now and uh my second one is coming out probably this week um and i'd just like to say you know he's the most underrated hardest working quarterback in this draft and i think it would be a mistake for anybody to pass
0: mr logan landis your final question for our guest today the young man out of northern illinois very talented rocky lombardi your final questions mr landis Yes, sir, just my final thoughts.
3: Uh, Mr. Lombardi, once again, we appreciate you coming on the program once again, sir. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, getting to know more about you, your background, your career. And uh, all of us here at 100 Yards of Football just wish you the best of luck uh, and your bright success, your bright future in the National
0: Football League. Mr. Turner, back to you. My friend. Today, my final words about this young man right here. You talk about quarterbacks and you look at the Brock Purdy story, the guy that was Mr. Irrelevant that led the 49s to a place in the Super Bowl this year. I've been following this game all my life, and I've seen a lot of great players that really didn't get their chance or maybe fell through the cracks. But what I see in this young man here today, and him coming on 100 yards football, as I just said, I see a young man that's got a lot of great skill sets to be up in the next level, all the great quarterbacks. Very patient in the pocket. Throws a very catchable ball. But most of all, the guy was a wrestler, all state, and the toughness you have to have as a quarterback to play at the next level. And when you look at this game, it's not about where you drafted, it's what you do when you get there. And the bottom line, think about Jeff Garcia. Think about Tony Romo. Think about Kurt Warner. Think about the young man out of Marshall High School by way of the University of Washington who won six g- great cups in Canada and went on and had a great career with the Houston Oilers by the name of One Moon, Moon. What I see today, that good looking guy right there on our screen out of Northern Illinois, Mr. Rocky Lombardi, in my opinion, and with the, with the people here at 100 Yards Football. Don't be surprised. He'd be the big surprise like Brian South was with the Cleveland Browns. Mr. Lombardi, we like to say thank you. Join us today here on 100 Yards of Football. Man, it's been a blessing. It's been an honor. We wish you all success. And I guarantee you from this moment on, when I lay down and go to sleep tonight and I get up and I pull up the NFL draft, I'm be watching you, man. I'm going to watch your career, my brother. you appreciate special.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. It's my pleasure, really. So I had a lot of fun.
0: You as well, man. Was- if you like the video, one more time, please come in and share. We surely appreciate Mr. Rocky Lombardi, quarterback out of Northern Illinois, twenty twenty four NFL draft prospect. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landis, for making it happen today, and to the very talented young man out of the state of Colorado, Mr. William Yangis the Third. Writer for FirstRoundMock.com. Thank you. Y'all be blessed here on 100 yards of football.
3: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.